And so he's a Taylor Swift fan, which we love. Thank God. Green flag. <laughs> Bright green. <laughs> Hey, welcome back. back. Yes, welcome back to Candid the Podcast. We had an awesome week, guys. Yeah. Launching our podcast. Yeah, it's been really fun. We're getting like pretty famous. We're, we have like 86 listens, listeners. And it was just really fun for us because people were like texting us like about like my dentist and just saying that they really liked it. So Really appreciate all of the positive feedback. This is just like really fun for us to do. And it's fun that some people thought it was fun to listen as well. Yeah, it's been like a great way to connect with people and reconnect with kind of old Mm -hmm. friends even. I had an old friend text me and I just thought it was really sweet. Yeah. And our moms were so involved as we expected. Yeah. So we want to thank you guys for helping make that really a great experience for us. Yeah. So we're really excited um, to be back and filming a second episode for everyone. And today we are going to talk all about dating expectations in your 20s. Um, So we have a lot to share on that, but before we get into it, we want to make sure that we acknowledge everything that's gone on this last week um, with Ukraine. It's been very stressful to see, and I've had that just consume my thoughts for the past few days, and I just want everyone to know that we are a silly podcast and recognize that, but also are very aware and mm-hmm. thinking about and praying for everything going yeah. on. It's very scary. So our hearts are out there. Um, really sad to see. Um, but yeah, so we wanted to make sure we acknowledge that before we get into our week in review. Um, so obviously that's been on everyone's mind. So we want you guys to know that's been on our minds as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're thinking of everyone and mm-hmm. hopefully things change. Yes. Yeah. Well, with all of that in mind, let's do on a more micro scale our weekend review. So our sweet, sour suggestion for the past week. Um, Andrea, would you like to start with your sweet of the week? Sure thing. So um, our sweet, as a reminder, is something that was really a highlight of Mm -hmm. our week. So for me, I was fortunate enough to go to Dallas to visit my family there And it was really special because that side of my family, all the cousins are pretty dispersed across the country. And our grandparents live in Dallas, though, and they're kind of getting older. And we recognized we really needed to go visit and make an effort together. It was we hadn't been together with them since I was 10, maybe. Mm -hmm. And so we went down. That's such a long time. It was such a long time ago. I was like full awkward stage. The pictures are so different this yeah. time around than yeah. that time. Yeah. But it was the first time our grandparents have seen us all together in this whole big family that they created. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as you get older, you can become friends with your family yes. too, if yeah. that makes sense. Like your my aunts and uncles especially, I feel like when I was little, I would just like see all my aunts sit around a table and like chit chat. And I was like, how is that fun? Like, let's go to the pool. You know, like, what are you guys doing? But then now that I'm older, I'm like, the highlight is like sitting at the table and like talk, just like chit chatting with like my aunts and uncles because I just mm-hmm. didn't realize that before. And when you're a kid, you don't feel like maybe you're like on the, in, yes. you're not in the in crowd. Yeah, yeah. you don't get like the, de- you don't get like the spicy details quite yet. Oh yeah. yeah. So the this time it was fun to also see them as my friends uh-huh. and as my family and there's so many cute little kids now like oh. people are reproducing and stuff <laughs> so it's an it's exciting time and I had a ton of fun and it was really special to my grandparents to see us all so I love that, that was my highlight what about you Allison That's what's a your really sweet precious sweet 
Um, so my sweet is I had a really chill weekend. I feel like Andrea and I are the same type of people where we're very like, go, go, go. And I don't really schedule downtime enough for myself. I actually, that was like a new year's resolution was I wanted one month a week or one week a month in 2022 where I didn't have anyone visiting me or I wasn't going anywhere, which like doesn't seem like it should be a hard ask, but it like can be. It's hard for me. Yeah. And so I had a really jam packed weekend last weekend and so I had like really no plans this weekend and I like absolutely loved it. Um, I did a baby day on Saturday, which is what me and some of my friends call just like a relaxed day, like lay on the couch, like maybe like order takeout or go somewhere to get food, just like have a rest day. Like ex- exert as minimal of effort yeah, as a baby. Yeah. Like I like, had like <laughs> candles, Netflix, bought myself flowers. I love it. I just was like, you know, wrapped up in my blanket in a little cocoon. Um, so it was just really nice. I haven't done that in a while and I've been going and going. I've been working out a lot. And so I think my body just needed me to like rest. chill the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess that's maybe what more common people refer to as, like, a treat yourself day. Uh, yes, but, but my baby day. <laughs> a baby day for Allison, because that's how she is. Uh, it's a baby day, because I'm cute like a baby, so. Wrapped in a little cocoon. Wrapped in my little cocoon. Yeah, so that was, it was really nice, and my roommate was out of town and missed him, but it was also nice that I could just, like, kind of veg out. Yeah. You know, and not get in his way. Yeah, it's nice when you Not feel... that he ever really cares, but, you know. No, just when you can feel like you really have your own time yeah. to recoup is yeah. nice. Yeah. So lots of decompression. So that was my my sweet of the week. Yeah. Amazing. On to sours. Womp, womp, womp. Yep. Andrea, tell sours. us about your traumatic experience this week. So it was honestly kind of hard for me to think of a personal <laughs> sour outside of the world events happening. Yeah. But if I had to pick uh, my personal sour, I don't I don't need to say too much about this. But <laughs> long story short, I was elbowed in the nose during a date. And how often do we get elbowed in the nose? Like, yeah. it doesn't come up often. And so that shit hurts. It does. Yeah. It's like, yeah. that's a sensitive area. Yeah. And, and people forget. Did you cry? Thank God I didn't cry. <laughs> it was like, I, every time I've been, I've had contact in the face, just generally, that's hard, like painful contact. It's immediate tears yeah. that well. Yeah. So I'm I, sure that's like a, there's things it's all connected there's gotta be like certain nerves yeah. or like you know the te- uh, sure the, there's like the tear button is under your nose <laughs> you know <laughs> got it so i don't know i didn't cry which is good i'm very brave i'm very proud of you i was being so brave but i will say i like every time i blew my nose for the past like week i've felt that oh that pa- little pain i think it's something in the with the cartilage yeah I, i'm no i'm no it's doctor just, it's just like funny that he elbowed you too it's yeah. not like you like ran into something it's just like funny that's something he did to you <laughs> it wasn't just my like huge nose running into the yeah. corner of the wall yeah. as everyone else has yeah in their like life. he elbowed you but <laughs> so but yeah we're like all good it was a funny moment yeah and it it just was a little painful yeah um, compared to my normal state of my nose, but yeah, look, people get nose jobs, so really minuscule <laughs> compared to that. This could be your nose job origin story. It could be like if I need to get a nose job, this is why. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, Allison, what's your sour? Um. Okay, so my sour, it's kind of a little story. Um. So I went on a date on Friday. We love that, and it was really fun. It went really well. Um. We had. We, like, went and got drinks at this restaurant. It closed. We, like, went to another location to, like, keep hanging out and, like, having drinks. And so I was a little tipsy. And I also 
you know, lose my phone a lot already. But I went to the bathroom and we like got to the new bar and I actually like sat down to pee and like I literally texted you and I was like, oh my God, this date is going really well. Like I was like giving you an update. And I must have just like left my phone in the bathroom because I just like, you know, finished up, washed my hands, went back out to the table. We were like chit chatting and we went to go see if there's any touch tunes in the bar because we're like, oh, let's put on like Taylor Swift or something. Of course. Um, And so he's a Taylor Swift fan, which we love. Thank God. Green flag. (laughs) Bright green. (laughs) And, And so I like was looking for my phone to like get on touch tunes and I was like, oh shit, my phone's missing. So I like went to the bathroom, didn't find it, came back, like looked through all my stuff. Still couldn't find it. Um, Asked the bartender. She hadn't found it. And I was like, oh, well, this sucks. And I was like explaining to him. I was like, I lose my phone all the time. I don't, you know, it was just, it was like not great. And then the bartender comes up with my phone and I'm like, oh, this is great. Really happy about this. Um, We're getting there. Um, And then this random woman comes up to me. I don't know if I told you about this Uh yet. This random woman comes up to me and goes, are you Allison Patrick? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh, I talked to your mom on the phone. (laughs) And I was like, what? And she's like, I found your phone in the bathroom. So I was like, hey, Siri, call mom. So she woke my mom up. This was like after midnight here. So like 1 a.m., 1.30 (laughs) in Indiana. She calls my mom and was like, what's your daughter's name? What does she look like? Like, I'm going to look for her. I found her phone. Um, and so my poor mom got woken up, but I got my phone back. I like laughed with the girl. She was really nice about it. Um, and then I like, this is my downfall is I just texted my mom and said like, OMG. And I like put my phone away. Oh, so your mom's like, she's dead. My mom like was like full on freaking out. And so the whole situation isn't a sour, but like I definitely worried my mom. So I'm sorry about that mama. Um, so she like got woken up in the middle of the night. I just text her and I say, OMG. And she thinks I'm like dying. And she also knows I'm on, on a date right now. Okay. And so she's freaking out. I put my phone in my purse. I'm not checking it because we're like having a good time talking. And then we're like still talking. We're talking, still talking. I look up and my roommate and his childhood best friend are like at the bar, like beelining for me. And they're both hammered. Oh my God. And they come in so hot. And he's just like, are you okay? What's happening? And I was like, I have no idea what's going on. I checked my phone. I had like six missed calls from my sister So what had happened was my mom was afraid I didn't get my phone back and then I was like dying. (laughs) She called my sister freaking out being like, you need to go check on Allie. Like she's dying. She's your little sister. You're not far. My sister then called my roommate being like, hey, are you with Allie? She's like, um, you know, like I see she's like at a bar that she like wasn't going to. And he was like, I'm going to go check on her right now. So Sam came to check on me, which was honestly really sweet that he, you know, like he was in River North and like came up to like, wow. His brother was driving. His brother was sober. So, like, that made it easier. But so Sam Sam came and met my date. My Truly, roommate. like, the most escalated version of I lost my phone. Yes. Yeah. That I've ever heard. Like, most people yeah. just lose it, and then it's gone, and then they get a new one, and right. that's all that happens. But I got it back, and I... And your date was crashed. And my date, was cra- my date was crashed. Um, but he took it really well, which I re- which was like another good yeah. thing for him. He was just like, oh, like classic mom move, like freaking out. And like really, he was like, oh, it's really sweet that your roommate would come and like check on you. So he took it well, but it was kind of like drama. Imagine if that was staged. Like you would do that. You would. I would stage this whole situation. You would have had this planned before the date. Oh my God. Just to see how he reacts to yeah. it. Yeah. Dates are performances for you. And sometimes they are. This one was not a performance as a FYI. This was all organic situation. All natural. All natural. So 
I guess it, I, it's not like a bad sour. I, I think it's sweet. My roommate came. I think he had a good reaction. I do feel bad for scaring my mom. Yeah. But just I've funny. I've been there. Yeah. I've seen that happen with my family. It's yeah. Moms. So, sorry. Hee <laughs> hee. Hee hee. But yeah, so that's my sour of the week. But it was it was more funny than anything. It's a good story. It is you a good know? story. That's all. That's why we're dating. Yeah. <laughs> so let's move on to suggestions here. Yeah. Um, should I go first? Yeah, go for it. Okay. My suggestion is another Chicago wreck for all you people out here. Um, I feel like it's pretty famous, actually, is what I learned. I didn't know that. But it's a place, a bar called Kingston Mines. I had... I didn't know that it was famous, so... If anyone's been to a bar that their logo's, like, a, the giant face of the sun... Yeah. It's that one, and they play blues music. That's the main kicker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how it differentiates <laughs> itself. So there was a live band that plays every night. They're open till 5 a.m. Wow. So the band started at, like, 9. That's impressive for the band. It's insane. They do, like, four sets wow. of, like, an hour Damn. plus each. The they Warriors. were so talented, mm-hmm. and they play, I think it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or something crazy, so okay. these people are, the something with their stamina, like, yeah. that needs to be scientifically researched, yeah. like, that is insane. They should go to the Olympics for <laughs> blues. They, oh my gosh, they, should. they yeah. should. I feel like, guys, just a little tangent, I feel like artists that perform on stage have unreasonable levels They're of stamina. They're athletes. They are athletes, they need to an sing? Olympic event. To sing. Dance. Dance at the same time. Well. The amount of times they change clothes. Yeah. They're like. Move locations. So much movement. Yeah. I would be so tired. I could not do it. I would last two minutes. Absolutely max. not. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyway, Kingston Mines. <laughs> really fun environment. And I think it's very worth mentioning that this bar is smart enough to have a back bar that is a food ordering spot. Mm-hmm. So you just walk to the back of the bar mm-hmm. and you order it's exactly the drunk food you want. It is yep. loaded fries. It is it is mozz sticks. Oh, uh, mozzarella sticks. It is like burgers. Yum. It is um soft pretzels. Okay. You cannot go wrong. So we obviously ordered that. Yeah. At the end of the night is like a nightcap before leaving. Good. So oh, I want to go. So fun. Highly yeah. recommend. Kingston Mines. That's everyone. on my bucket list now. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> What's your suggestion? Um, so mine is this new brand I've been obsessed with called Verge Girl. I've ordered, I've had two orders from them the past month. Before you get into it, you need to spell this for everybody yes. because I would not have been able to figure so it out. So it's called Verge Girl, V-R-G space G-R-L. And it's like a clothing brand. Um, and I feel like it's lots of like kind of cool, funky, trendy clothes. Um, very much like my vibe. Like um, playful. Playful, yeah. Like colorful, like patterns. Really, really cute stuff. Um, but they've been like advertising to me on Instagram and I finally bit the bullet and bought like a dress and a couple tops. They came in and I loved it. So I bought a second order of pants and a couple more tops. And then they were having a sale. So I almost bought a third order <laughs> a month. But I said, Allison, shut it down. Let's, right. Let's, you know have a little self-restraint here yeah but their stuff is so cute um I like the quality it's not too expensive and kind of the key thing here I was telling Andrea earlier it's it's an Australian based company and so their seasons are off so they're finishing up like they're in summer right now and they're like gonna start to do like fall things but all of their stuff is on sale right now, which is summer thing. So, like, we can buy really cute summer clothes at a discount from them because they're switching seasons. And is the shipping insane? Like, does that make up the for shipping, it? The shipping, I... The shipping, I would say, was maybe, like, 10 bucks, 15 oh. Like, it wasn't... It wasn't enough for me to be... Anti. Anti. And it also came really quickly. Really? Really like quickly. How quick? Like, um... Ordered on Monday or Tuesday. Came the following Monday. 
Wow. Yeah. It was very quick. Australia fashion. I'm, this yes. is a life hack. Yeah. So I'm very into if, Verge Girl. I've been like telling everyone about it. Yeah. And the seasonal discounts. Like yeah. I've never mm-hmm. realized this life hack until I know, now. I know. So. I'm really smart. So <laughs> yeah. Big brain. I work in finance. So <laughs> went to college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's our week in review. Amazing. So mm-hmm. I think to pivot then, we should get into our content, our topic. Again, dating expectations. Yeah. Um, this is a fun one for me personally. I think also for Allison. Mm-hmm. We did agree <laughs> Actually, on Actually, no. <laughs> I hate being here. I hate this. <laughs> get out of my house. Um, well, the reason we decided to go with it is yeah. because we've both been playing the field, dating for a few years. I've been saying I'm in my Sex in the City era right now, which I've actually never seen Sex in the City, so I don't really know if that's true, but it's like I, the vibe that yeah, I get. The energy we want yeah. to put off, yeah. maybe. So, like, basically these expectations for dating, I feel, are very different now as we're 25 compared to how we dated before. And so that comes up frequently, I think, in what I should expect, what I shouldn't expect, what's right, what's wrong. And those things are always kind of being redefined, I feel like, in Mm -hmm. dating and also really depend on your end goal. So just to kind of kick it off to level set here, um, Allison, you give me your your thoughts first. How have dating expectations evolved from like when you started dating yeah. to now. And I don't know when you started dating. I feel like I was probably, when I seriously started dating, was like 18. Because I, yeah. I was not that cool yeah. in high school. Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, well, I feel like college is different from now in a lot of ways, including dating. Um, I feel like now I'm like more actively seeking people to date, like on dating mm-hmm. apps or like actually going on dates versus in college it was kind of like, oh, this person's in the same club as me and we get along, or, like, oh, you hang out with my friends and he's kind of cute, Yeah, blah, 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 right? Like, it was more, I would say, like, more casual versus now you have to be more, like, pointed and, like, you're trying to go on a date. Yeah. If that makes sense. And I think in college your access to people is just far greater. Oh, my God, yeah. They're everywhere. It's crawling. Constantly bumping into new hot faces and (laughs) – In real life, especially right now, like second year into this pandemic, you don't really bump into people and have the romantic like origin story. This cute, yeah, because we're at home, right? Yeah, or with like our bosses. Yes, (laughs) you know, I'm at work or I'm here. So, so I think you definitely need to be more intentional now, and that kind of changes maybe your own expectations around like how guys should also be. Yeah. Um, or whoever, or girls, whoever you're dating. Yeah. So I agree in college, I feel like my expectations were just like a little more loose versus yeah. now. And also maybe this is just society pressure as you get older of like, as you get older, you are supposed to hit certain monuments in your mm-hmm. life or milestone moments, such as, you know, traditionally getting engaged yeah. if you want to be later married. And not everybody wants that. But if you do, it's that that happens after college. And there's yeah. not that many other checkpoints in life after college, right? Like, you just kids house it's like the abyss yeah and then like the big things of marriage and children if that's what you're looking for so I think as you get closer in age to an eventual maybe what you imagine for your future you're more intentional about making choices to get there yeah yeah I agree and I think like you have to be intentional about it and then because you're being intentional I feel like your expectations for how the guy is treating you or like the communication style or your threshold for red flags or just you know like things that you don't 
things that would like turn you off from a guy versus college. It was just mm-hmm. so much more casual and easy that I feel like the thresholds were a lot looser there. I think it also helps you to be ben- – or it benefits you to be intentional too because yeah. you know what it is you're looking for. Yeah. Kind of like manifesting yeah. it or whatever. And so you can create the steps that you want to take based on what your end goal or intention is. Right. And it's okay to explore and not have that, but then you kind of need to be open for like the other – party like yeah. a partner to also maybe not really yeah. know what they want or I don't know you can kind of run the gamut that way yeah. and so I guess when it comes to these mm-hmm. expectations like what are expectations that you feel exist for you Allison mm-hmm. and dating um and how has that changed maybe based on what you've looked for? yeah well I feel like my expectations have even changed within the past year of like moving to Chicago so we both were in Cincinnati before And then I like moved to Boston for a hot minute and then moved back to Cincinnati. And then I ended up here and I feel like Chicago is going to be more of like a long-term situation for me. Mm -hmm. So I feel like even my thoughts on dating shifted a little bit um, versus those other locations where I, I would say like, I just didn't take it as seriously. Like I wasn't really trying to date people because I was like, oh, well, I don't really want to get emotionally invested and then leave versus here. I'm like, oh, well, I'm trying to build a life here. I will have probably higher expectations for the people I date here. I totally agree with that. That's a really good point. I, in Cincinnati, didn't envision staying there for that many years. But when you move somewhere that you think is maybe a permanent place, you can take it more seriously or feel like you're looking for someone who also wants to stay there. Yeah. If, like, that's if that's your goal. So I feel like if you are someone who's moving for work or trying out a new city and you're, you know, you want to date – but also don't want to be in something super serious. I think there's a lot of people that are probably also in that position and that's probably also what they're looking for. Yeah. Not that it makes things easier. No. (laughs) It probably just complicates (laughs) things. Because then if you meet someone you really like... And then, then, like, how do you express that without... Yeah. And if you're going to move in, like, four months, then it's like you're doing long distance early. Yeah. If that actually happens, but... Anyways, I agree. Expectations are different for myself and for other people when I'm being more serious in what I'm looking for versus... If I'm just being casual, but I do feel like I have a baseline level of just like humanity that I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna just be cool with someone yeah. being an asshole or not having right. certain values or treating you a certain way, yeah. even if I am being casual, because then I don't feel comfortable being casual. Right, right. Because it's like if this guy's an absolute asshole, like why do you want to spend time with him? Right. And that's, I feel like, another expectation too is like, we're so busy and I'm like, oh, if I'm going to carve out time for someone, I, I want it to be someone that I'm at least like having fun being around. And like, if you don't hit probably certain baselines, then it's not that fun. Yeah. Yeah, I fully agree. So I don't know. I think those expectations are also formed by society a little bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you have expectations for yourself and maybe an idea of what you're looking for. But there's a lot of outer pressures with mm-hmm. dating yeah. and what it has to mean or not right mean, right you know and I always feel like my friends who are like in long-term relationships they like want to know all the details and I'm like it was just a first date like all of like first dates like granted like I've been on good ones but it's like a lot of times I'm like I it's not really something I want to like write home about but they're like excited because it's like oh is this like a new guy or like yeah could this be something but I'm just like really this is just so like non-monumental at this point like I don't really feel the need to share that yeah it can have literally no meaning when it's that early yeah. and maybe people yeah. that haven't dated in a while kind of don't forget. realize that <laughs> yeah where it's like this this is truly just a random man that I had dinner with on a Tuesday you yeah. know it's like it doesn't need to be anything super deep past that yeah I would agree are there certain expectations that you have like that you think are really drilled in from society versus yourself um I 
don't I don't know I grew up um more untraditional my mom was like always a single mom unmarried so I've never like felt a ton of pressure to get married so I feel like that alleviates a lot of things but Mm -hmm. then like obviously when I do hang out with all of my friends and they're all coupled up like it's hard not to be like oh maybe I should be like seriously dating someone because all of my friends are but then I kind of like take a step back and I'm like okay Allison one not true like you're doing your own thing you're on your own path doesn't it like it literally doesn't matter what other people are doing no so sometimes they do kind of get to me but I put myself in check pretty quickly I think it's hard because I feel like those are things that are really easy to intertwine is like your own expectations and societies because I feel like your expectations and what you want is informed by your environment so it's like to what extent is this me actually knowing me versus me knowing like oh society told me this is what I do so this is what I do right I don't really know how you figure that out. I'm not sure how you can... I don't know. <laughs> ...deduce that <laughs> Take one. Take the two apart, but... Yeah, yeah, but totally get that. So one thing I want to make sure that we pivot into is the expectations of guys or hookups that you would have in college. You have this list. <laughs> oh. And I think we need to share the list because it is so funny. And, like, if you can ask someone these questions and they respond positively... That's, like, a good sign. So as a... um. As, like, a backstory, so my college roommates, we, like, came up with, like, a little list of questions, and I'm not going to go through all of them, um, but we had, like, a list of questions, like, if two of them were in a long-term relationship, so it was only if me and one other girl, like, would bring any guys home. So only a couple people have been asked these questions. Mm-hmm. Um, they're hard hitters, though, They're guys. hard hitters, though, but, like, when I met Andrea's new guy, I asked him a couple questions off of here, and I feel like that's a really good sign if he's, like funny and like willing to kind of like roll with the punches if he's gonna like answer some of these questions um so I won't go through all of them but like give us a taste some questions why did your last girlfriend break up with you or you break up with her Mm -hmm. um what kind of porn do you watch they normally don't answer that one ah okay they're a little uncomfy yeah I always like to ask any allergies just to like you know keep things safe you know yeah like dietary yeah like that's important especially maybe you'll cook together yeah exactly go to a restaurant you just don't want to be automatically blamed for killing them on accident when it was just an allergy yeah one of my favorite what is um can you rate your sexual history best to worst People don't answer that either. No, I feel like, and also it depends maybe if they do answer it, how long it takes them to answer it. Yeah. Does that mean they've been with a lot of people? Yeah, I don't know. What do we we think about that? Do we care? Do we not? Do we? I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, but just kind of funny. Um, There's some other ones. How big is your pee-pee? You know, (laughs) if you were a kitchen appliance, what would it be? That's kind of like an interviewee one. Can it be an appliance or just like a gadget? It could be whatever. It could be like, oh, I'm a blender because I like to mix things up. Oh, is that yours? No, I don't, I actually don't know what mine is, but. It's good to ask questions you don't have answers to yourself. Exactly. <laughs> it makes you think about yourself. Yeah. Last one, um, favorite sex position. Yep. So those are like hard hitters. Yeah, those are hard hitters. Things you need, things I need to know about my friends' boys. But also probably about your boys because yeah. I feel like those are silly questions, but you're a silly person. Yeah. So you need someone that can keep up and yeah. be funny and red flag if, if that's yeah. not the scenario. Yeah. So I've asked these questions to like my friends' boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people normally get embarrassed, which I would expect them to get embarrassed. Right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, those are <laughs> obviously really important questions. First date, whip it out. If you guys want me to like write it out, I can post it on Instagram if you want. Maybe like a little highlight <laughs> yeah. questions, questions you need to ask. First to... date, five minutes in. Right. First date, immediate thing, just to kind of level set. Can you imagine you meet someone and you're like, okay. Sexual history, where's the best go? <laughs> okay, honestly, though, I wish 
that you could sit on a first date and just let's get the let's get the hard questions out of the way. Well, that's like love I is want, blind, where they just like sit there and ask hard questions. I mean, maybe they're onto something. I don't actually. I I don't think it works, but no, I I don't think any of those shows work. Yeah, but it is not a bad idea to just want to ask a certain list of questions yeah. to people. Yeah. But I think that also says a lot about my style of dating and my yes how I think about dating. So absolutely. I recently absolutely I want to shout out on the topic of expectations with dating and if they're too high or too low. There is a podcast. This kind of meta podcast within podcast. That There's changed a podcast that changed our lives on dating. And I am not even kidding, guys. Um, it was monumental for me. It's by Girls Gotta Eat, which... It's, it's very, it was a very reflective podcast, and it, like, pointed out a lot of the flaws... Not flaws about myself, but it pointed out a lot of things where I was like, oh, I am maybe not acting the best way, or I don't have the best mindset. So this episode's on Girls Gotta Eat, and I just want to give credit where credit's due. It is called Are Your Dating Expectations Unrealistic?, Featuring behavioral scientists, and that's where it cuts the title, mm-hmm. and I can't figure out how to read the rest. But Lo- Logan Yuri is who's yes. featured, yeah. and so she was super interesting. Studied um, psychology and behaviors around dating, and worked at she works at Google. Hinge. Now she works at Hinge. Yeah, like super trust this girl and. My dating expectations were certainly, slash maybe still are, certainly quite high. Um, and I learned I have a certain dating type from how she kind of mm-hmm. profiles people as daters. And once I understood that about myself, I think it did help me set more reasonable expectations. So, like, my type was called a maximizer or mm-hmm. something. And we're different types. Yeah. Which I think fits well with our personality. Like, it makes right. sense that we're different types. but So, like, I'm a maximizer, which is basically someone who thinks... All these criteria are things that I need in a partner. And if someone doesn't have all those things on a date that I'm on with them, well, there's a million other people out there. Hinges this abyss that never ends. Yeah. Also, this guy maybe checks like 90% of my boxes, but there's someone out there who's going to check 100% of the boxes. Or maybe he has a good job, but there's someone who could have a better job. Yeah. So he checks the box, but someone else could check it your, better. Your flaw, if you're like me, is that you just constantly think there's a better version of somebody out there when really... If you date long enough, you kind of get a representation of the types of people and yeah. and you should just kind of at some point try and maybe commit a little more. <laughs> Go on more than two dates. So this, yeah. there was a lot in this episode that really helped me and I think you guys should just go listen to it, honestly. Yeah. But I definitely learned a lot from that and feel like I need, we all need to like loosen, not loosen expectation, but give, give people, people more time yeah. to see if they fit into your expectations yeah. so, is what I learned. Yeah, they talked a lot about slow burn versus mm-hmm. like an initial spark. So I fall into, it was called the romanticizer category where it was kind of like you go on the date and I'm like, oh yeah, for sure. This is like, this is it. This is a spark. Like this is my guy, you know, mm-hmm. one like found him. This is great. Mm-hmm. And then like you go on these dates and there's just these like regular people who you can't put that kind of expectation on. Like John Green didn't write all our dates. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, this is just like, I need to like keep in mind, like these are just regular people and he's like nervous for the day. And so it's more about having that slow burn versus that big spark. And so one thing they talked about was like the post date eight, which, um, was like eight questions to ask after a date. Like, did you feel heard? Did you have fun? And I feel like that's a good tool because a lot of times I haven't gone on second dates because I was like, oh, he was nice. But like, you know, like that was it. Like there wasn't this big spark where it's like, oh, you need to give people more time to develop develop it and like get to know him more. And maybe like it doesn't work out after the second or third date, but like at least you one gave him a shot. 
But, like, all, basically, like, if it wasn't, like, a hell no on the date, then, like, you should go on a second date. Yep. And, like, I've for sure, like, I've said no to a second date with guys because they sent me, like, one cringy text message. And it wasn't even, like, that. Like, it was cringy, but it wasn't, like, that cringy. Like, it shouldn't have been, like, a deal breaker. Like, I think if I... But had, I was, like, my person would never say that to me. I think if I had heard this episode maybe two years ago or something, I could be in a long-term relationship mm-hmm. right now. I could have been, like, dating someone for the past year. I think I it's also, just... I rush... And make, I jump to conclusions, maybe historically in dating before I should. Um, I'm going to question that a little bit, though, because I don't know if you would have, if it would have been so, like, reflective if you hadn't been, like, dating these past two years. So if if you listened to it when you started dating, Mm -hmm. you might not have taken it as seriously versus listening to it now. Like, after going on these dates, you're like, oh, I did do this, I did do this, versus... When you're starting dating, you might not realize, like, oh, those are the habits that I've been yeah. doing. But now that we have been dating people, it's like, oh, I do do that. That's a good I just point. didn't realize it before. Because you don't really know who you are in dating and what your expectations are until you've really honestly played the field a yeah. little. Because yeah. you have to learn what is good for you and what's not good for you. And it's not as clean cut as, hey, what works for Allison is going to work for me or what yeah. works for this person. And what their line or boundary is is also going to be my line or boundary. Like, I know myself now mm-hmm. because I've dated for the yeah. past three years. And I know what kind of things I'm looking for. I know what expectations I need to have for somebody. Yeah. Like, I'm not I'm not casual, guys. Like, I'm just, it's not my personality. <laughs> you are not casual. I am so not casual. I'm a planner. I like to know what the answer is. I like to know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. And so I just know I can't do that because I've had too many things where I thought maybe, oh, I could be casual. And then mm-hmm. I just didn't want to. And I will say, I feel like there's a lot of expectation in society to be okay with casual. Yeah. And I don't know if yeah. that's dating app culture, yeah. hookup culture, bar culture, to the fact that like Tinder exists. Yeah. I don't know. But like, I okay definitely feel like I'm in the minority among some of my friends and that I don't really like casual. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind casual. I feel like, um, like I'm not necessarily looking for casual anymore, but I feel like for me, I I don't know. I, I'm like trying to like lean into the slow burn part of it. So like I don't want to put like too strong of expectations on anyone to be like, you know, like this is going to be like, you know, my boyfriend or, you know, whatever. But, mm-hmm. which I guess is different than like the hookup casual, but. Well, okay. And then we're also failing to talk about this middle ground. So, yeah. situationship. I'm sure people have heard that term before, right? I hope so. I, I hope. I mean, I'm maybe, not. <laughs> maybe not our moms. I'm not that trendy, but I'm not Gen Z. So, like, I could be saying this or explaining this wrong yeah but how I understand a situationship in case you're my mom or Or my mom (laughs) or my aunt Lisa who's listening probably you know like or you're maybe another 25 year old who's just like a situationship that's so gen z yeah is it I don't know I don't know maybe not maybe they're not even thinking about dating I don't know yeah they probably are they probably are but maybe casually (laughs) Uh, whatever situationship is like this middle ground where You're not just casually seeing the person in the sense that maybe you just hook up. Yeah. And I think I think a situationship could be a couple different things, but the main theme is that you're you're not in a defined relationship, but you're seeing each other. It's like if you think of it as a spectrum, casual, the utmost casual thing you can Friends imagine on benefits, the left. Yeah. And then the far right is like, I've been dating you for eight years. Yeah. Like situationship. Anything in the middle. <laughs> Is anything in the middle? Actually, no. no. If you're, like, dating. I'd say, I feel like if you've, like, defined the terms on what you're doing. DTR. And you're, and you're sticking to those terms. Because I feel like sometimes people are like, oh. oh, we're friends with benefits. But then it's like, okay, well, are we so, like, if we're going out to dinner, like, I feel like that makes it more of a situationship. So I think okay. if you have defined terms and you stick to them. Okay. 
then it's not a situation ship. Yeah, like if you're committed to each other and yeah. exclusive versus um, the other end of just yeah. like casual, I don't really care what this means. I don't want this to mean anything. I don't want this to turn into any label. Yeah. Situation ship is maybe you don't know what direction it's going to go yet. Yeah. Like you've been seeing each other, maybe you've been going on, on dates and maybe you have an intention of where this could go. For me, I know I'm in a situation ship when I get to a point that I am like, oh shit, if this goes south, I'm going to be upset. Yeah. But there's nothing defined saying that we're together, yet yeah. I emotionally feel I'm that. like, oh no. I'm like, uh-oh. Oh, no. This uh-oh, could be a crier. Me. Like, <laughs> Am I going to cry about this? So yeah, I feel like I've been in situationships and I don't think I always realize it until I like something ends and I'm sad. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. And then I feel like this weird middle ground like comes up like it can make things a little awkward in the sense like Valentine's Day was right. last week and it's like okay I've been on five or six dates with this guy but we don't have anything to find do I get him a gift or you know like, like any holiday like birthdays or Christmas like similar yeah. situation and it's like oh I know there's like this significant thing coming up I don't really know how to approach it with this person like it's a holiday that you would normally celebrate with if you had someone that you yeah. would do something for each other. It's not like Easter, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, what are you doing for Good Friday, bud? <laughs> yeah, we're more, yeah, gift-giving yes. areas. Yeah. Or, so, like, yeah. So, like, I know for Valentine's Day we were talking about this because that was last last week? That was last two week. Two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. It's, two weeks ago. it's almost March. It's, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> I'm excited for it to be warm. Oh, my God. Spring. Ugh. Chicago um, girls, you know. Uh, but um, so I know, like, you had a really good tip for how to handle Valentine's Day. So I think that'd be helpful to share. Yeah. So here's my tip if you're in a situationship. Rhymes. There we go. <laughs> um, if you're in a situationship and you're approaching some event, gift-giving related, holiday, birthday, what have you, um, this has worked for me and for other friends in the past. Just maybe, like have their favorite drink ready like a backup you want it you want it in case this is something you Mm -hmm. end up celebrating right yeah but if you don't end up celebrating this thing well then you can just have a drink yourself. and it's not breaking the bank you know no you got like a nice bottle of gin or a nice bottle of wine yeah you know it's casual enough yep but it's like i thought of you here's something for you right yeah so and like it's something i know you like but it's not anything too big and then not major. Yeah. It's not like a personalized right. blanket with a photo of you on it. I think it goes both ways. Like, guys, if you're dating a girl and you're in a situationship, I guess is what I should say. Yeah. Like, that's probably a good option for you, too. I, I, I think would love I would, a bottle of wine. And I would be worried if it was, like, a necklace. Yes. I would be worried if I got yeah. jewelry. <laughs> yeah, that would be concerning. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would keep it, but. Right, obviously. Mooch off a man. Yeah. But I think just in general, that's a really easy and safe yeah. option. Yeah. Or, yeah, like, and it's, like, vague enough where it's, like, you didn't have to go super out of your way to get it to, but, like, you put some thought into it. Yeah. People I think like, that's a really, really nice little tip. Yeah. People like to think they're being thought of. Yeah. Or know they're being yeah. thought of, you know? Well, in those situations, like, you are thinking of them, right? But right. But it's, like, you just... Your communication's awkward because yeah. you don't know if you're supposed to be. Yeah. Or if you should talk about the fact <laughs> that you are, but... You're like, hey, got you a little present. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I guess is there anything else that you wanted to touch on that we haven't hit yet? Um, I think maybe one thing would just be, I guess we kind of already covered. It. I was gonna say like expectations when 
like you're starting dating versus ending dating but again oh. I think it's just like because mm-hmm. like we have like our one friend who recently started like going on dates more right and I feel like kind of her tolerance the guy her tolerance for like how a guy maybe like plans things or communicates with her is different from us but I'm like if this was me when I first started dating would I tolerate that I'm like mm, probably yeah I agree. I think yeah. you just and you learn what you're good with as you go. It's yeah, kind of the is kind of the whole thing yeah. here. Which I guess is kind of the this the summary of it. It's just like it evolves. I think with you and yeah. with what you're looking for, where you are in life, and you don't need to feel like you have to be in a certain stage at a certain age. Yeah. Like that's a whole other episode. I think that we can get into about people mm-hmm. in different stages at this age of yeah. life and dating. Definitely. Um, but. Essentially, like, do what you want. Define your own expectations. And I think stick with your expectations, though. Mm -hmm. Like, if you know yourself and you know what you want, like, don't compromise that just because this one guy that you think is cute and you want to like you doesn't want to meet those expectations because I think that's just, like, you're getting him out of the way. Like, in my mind, it's just, like, all right, another one down. Like, cool, don't have to deal with him anymore. Like, just one step closer. Yeah. You have to, like, fully honor yourself. Yes. It's like, it's like respecting yourself, you know, like respecting those boundaries that you want to put forward, which is, I think, what's most important is, like, not wasting your time. You know the TikTok that's like, I gotta put me first. I gotta, I gotta put me first. I gotta put me first. Put you first. Put you first. That's put the message. You first. So I think, I think that's what we want to get out yeah. of this whole thing. Yeah. Put you first. Yep. And stay, stay true. Do some self-reflection. Definitely listen to that Girls Gotta Eat podcast mm-hmm. because I learned a lot. And if anyone goes to Kingston Mines... I want to go. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know. Okay. Well, All right. have a have a beautiful week, everyone. Thanks again for listening. Um, and I guess we'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. See you next time. Bye.